Over the next couple of weeks, uh, I'll be here with a two-part episode on classical education. I'm interviewing Crystal Campbell again, a woman passionate about classical education. We'll talk specifically about how the day looks. What does classical look like when your feet hit the floor in the morning? I'd also love to let you know about a little resource from my sweet daughter, Lydia. She started a blog. The subtitle of is a resource for young Catholics seeking the good, the true, and the beautiful in the midst of of a broken world. It's called Many Waters Cannot Quench Love, and I'll pop the link in the show notes. Interestingly, just when I think people are getting tired of hearing me uh, say the same thing over and over again, which happens more regularly than I would like to admit, I get a message like this. It never fails. Uh, This one came a couple of days ago, and I'd like to share it with you anonymously. Dear Bonnie, as Christmas approaches, I wanted to send you a small message of thanks for your ministry. I have been listening to your podcast, and you have supported me so much as a new homeschooling mom and as a wife and mother. Through your podcast, I have gained wisdom that has smoothed my journey and settled my heart. Thank you for sharing your heart, your wisdom, and experience. Often, especially over these last two years, I have felt entirely alone. But listening to you and others, I know I'm not alone, but connected through the body of Christ to like-minded individuals everywhere. Thank you for responding to the call of the Holy Spirit. My gift to you is my prayers for you and your family, children and grandchildren. God bless you abundantly. For this message, message and so many others I've received, you are in my prayers, and please know that you hold me up. I am absolutely amazed at where this podcast has gone. We are receiving thousands of downloads every month. And it's such a sign of hope that the desire to make join normal in your own family lives is so strong. I'm so grateful for all of you, my listeners, for desiring to grow, for reaching out to me, for my co-hosts, Elizabeth and Christina, and all the people I've interviewed, you stretch me and help me grow in so many ways. And of course, my gratitude for my dear friends who keep me afloat and for my family, my husband, Albert, and my own kids, Brianne, Lucy, Mary, Isaac, Noah, Abel, and Lydia, the sons-in-law and grandchildren that have joined our family in the last few years. You have all helped me create a life that would have been beyond my wildest dreams before you were. The addition of each of you in my life was, was like putting all the broken pieces together that were always there, but make the person whole. And above all, I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the gift of himself and the gift of redemption. Please, my friends, have a holy and beautiful Christmas with your families. And for those of you who would like to hear it, this is the Landry Family Christmas Newsletter. Who knew? Wow, what a year it was. I could share a list of what we didn't do this year, but instead I think I'll share a list of what we did do. It will take less time. Our two elder grandsons turned five this year. The present age breakdown is two five-year-olds, three three three-year-olds, a one-year-old and a newbie. Our newest baby granddaughter is five months old. I will say this, seven grandchildren happened a lot more quickly than seven children. Here's another truth about having a big family. Loneliness is never a problem. We feel blessed beyond words when our house is full of people we love. Spending more time at home, we got an early jump on the garden. Our winter and early spring months were marked by a lot of planting and weeding, cooking and wine. The garden is a remarkable source of joy for our quiet little family. Albert, Lydia and myself at home most of the time, but for the time being, Noah sleeps here too. I got a truckload of dirt for Mother's Day. For the amount we plant, you would think there was still a house full here. Our typical afternoon? Albert, Lydia, and I go out to the garden, weed, prune, gather. We come inside to make dinner. Albert pours wine and puts on music. We listen, cook, sip, talk. Sometimes we dance when our ribs aren't fractured. 
Our new baby was considerately born on her due date. Summer was notable for lots of outdoor time and lots of family, lots of heat, not so much water. Family came out for six weeks in August and September, so we got in lots of cuddles, outdoor time, and hanging out. Nobody was hospitalized, so when... We had some lovely flurries of guests throughout the summer. The married of our children have all the appearances of much grace in their lives. The blossom of full and busy family lives makes grandparents delight and become wistful of the days when our children were young. We were super tired. We aim to support and uphold the good and beautiful work they are doing. The boys, all grown up, are doing boy-type adventures. Working, college, paying bills, buying cars, having adventures, eating, dutifully phoning their mother. Lydia has been educating Latin and philosophy and other studies of a lofty nature. She bakes and bakes and cooks and cooks. Sourdough is a constant companion in her thoughts. We have been reading The Divine Comedy this year. We made it out of hell and should be out of purgatory before Christmas, so that's nice. Paradise will have to wait until after Christmas. In a fit of passion, we decided to replace our wood countertops. Big mistake, if you're considering wood countertops, just don't. As usual, one thing leads to another and the kitchen is actually completely ripped apart right now. The countertops got misplaced en route. Really? How do you lose countertops? So we've spent a sketchy week without countertops, just adding to the list of our first world problems. But there is an impotent and inane parallel to be drawn, renovating our kitchen and Dante's Divine Comedy. So that's something. It should be lovely when it's all done, but it's not lovely now. And it may not be lovely for some time. If you're interested in before and after photos, just check out my Instagram. If I were to share one word for this year that set it apart, it would be kindled. A few things collided this year to kindle me and mine and so many others I know. We've been on this walk of faith for many years now, but there are times when growth and strength come in waves. Those things that have had an effect on us this year seem quite ordinary, I suppose, but in the ordinary, extraordinary things happen. Overarching all of it, was participating in Father Mike's Bible in a Year podcast. Father Mike is a remarkable teacher, and more than that, a cheerleader. He has kindled knowledge and love of Scripture. Just listen. Then there was binge-watching The Chosen, now on round two, re-watching the first two seasons, a snapshot of the life of Christ that is insightful and opens the Scriptures in fresh ways. It has kindled greater depth of the humanness of Christ and his followers. Just watch. On a more local level, however, in parish and home, we have been kindled also. In parish life, we have been blessed with Father Jay, pastoral and challenging. He raises us up, gently guides, tends, and forms us. He is a paragon of dry wit and common sense. He has kindled the desire to walk more closely with our Lord. Just thank you. We began adding some of the liturgy of the hours into our daily routine. I wish I had some clever way of explaining it, but an author I'm presently reading says it well. The liturgy of the hours brings the Mass into our daily routine. It provides the framework for the rest of our daily life. It has kindled the right ordering of our days. Just awesome. While the world appears to be falling apart around us, all these things, from global podcasts to local guidance, have enkindled us to know Christ better and to pursue deeper conversations with him. To lean in. I can do all things in him who strengthens me. The Landry family wishes all our loved ones, close and far, the blessings of a beautiful Christmas. May the coming year be filled with delight and joy for you all. The Landry family of Cobble Hill. Mom, I miss you every day. God bless. Have a happy Holy Christmas.